Hey, super fans! It's your friendly neighborhood host, Maria Timonina. Welcome to the Super Intuit Podcast, a show about people and their passions. Check us out online at my website, mariatimonina.com, or on Instagram at maria underscore timonina. Special thanks to the marvelous Veronica Gruba for her sound engineering magic, and my grandparents, Joanna Gramps, for being my number one fans. If you'd like to support the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. Now let's get into it. Hey, Karama. Hi, Maria. Thanks for coming on. So you guys, Karama is my friend. She's an actor, a writer, and an educator. That's right. And today, Karama, what is it that you are super into? I am super into the television show Veronica Mars. Yes. I shouldn't even say television show because it's just gone so far beyond that. Um, the lifestyle that is Veronica Mars. Indeed, the cult following that is. Yes, I am a marshmallow. That's what we call ourselves, fans of Veronica Mars. That's amazing. Yeah. And uh, when did you first get into the marshmallow lifestyle? So, it's a funny story. Yeah? I watched, um, I was alone in my apartment (laughs) Mm -hmm. in college. I want to say it was college. It was either, yeah, it was college. And my mom had like gone out somewhere and it was just me and my mom when I was growing up. So it was just that if my mom wasn't there, I was alone. Yeah. And I had been watching Dexter. Like that was like the thing that I was on. Yeah. And I heard a noise in the apartment and like walked around the apartment with a pair of scissors ready to stab whoever had broken into the apartment. And I was watching Dexter at the time and I was like, I'm going to be murdered. And so... (laughs) I was like, you know what? I can't watch this anymore. And I saw that Veronica Mars was streaming on Netflix because at that point it was on Netflix. It is not anymore. It hasn't been for a few years. I'm not mad about it or anything. I'm not bitter. (laughs) But um, I have the box set. I'm fine. (laughs) But uh, so I clicked on that because it was a show that I remember reading about in a magazine Mm -hmm. in like 2007. Oh my God. So I was like, oh yeah, I remember this show was a thing at one point. Mm -hmm. And so I clicked it. And it's funny because the first episode is also about murder. (laughs) But it just, I think that it felt brighter and Mm -hmm. more like, it, there was more agency involved and like the main character wasn't the murderer. So it wasn't right. about like, oh, let's murder. It was about, oh, let's get justice for my friend who has been murdered. And I was like, I can get behind that. Yeah. Also, I scanned the entire apartment. No one was there. Good. I was going to say, did you yeah. get murdered? No. I'm good. I'm so still here. So it was here. totally fine. Not a ghost. And I feel like <laughs> Veronica Mars has such a good vibe, especially because you got all that sweet, sweet Kristen Bell juju. Oh my gosh. Playing the lead. My, my sweet baby Kristen Bell. Oh. Kristen, if you ever hear this, I just really want to be friends. I yeah. think you're a cool lady. I like your husband too. Yeah, your husband seems so. Kristen, if you ever hear this, I uh, want to take over your body and consume your lifestyle. Um, <laughs> in actuality, that uh, was Maria. Can I, just I have your very, career? Very explicitly state that Maria said that. It's Karama okay. is not weird like that. I just want to hang out with you and braid your hair. I don't want to murder <laughs> you. That's not. You mm-hmm. don't need a pair of scissors when I come into your house. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you look like you could play her little sister in something. Thank you. <laughs> For those of you that don't know what Maria looks like, she looks like she could play Kristen Bell's little sister in something. <laughs> Thanks. That's my manager and I are working on it. No. Yeah, that was my like first real experience with Kristen Bell. I knew she had been in the movie Pootie Tang, but what? beyond that, yeah, she played like record executive's daughter in Pootie Tang. I'm sorry, this name is like killing me. Oh, it's it's a whole situation. I like don't even want to get into okay, it. Okay, all right. But um, we're not super into Pootie Tang. I mean, no, I don't like dislike Pootie Tang. It's just like a bizarre. <laughs> moment in time 
And like also one of the writers is Louis C.K. And I like don't want to even have to start oh, talking shit. about him. All yeah. right. <laughs> Let's swerve yeah. back to VMAR. Hard swerve. Hard swerve. Yes. Uh, so that was your first time interacting with the show. And yes. I feel like a lot of people are peripherally aware of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely have been most of my life. And mm-hmm. I just in doing this recording, I today watched the pilot and really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And uh, now it's making a whole comeback. That's how much people like it. Yeah, we're marshmallows. Marshmallows, the food are soft, but marshmallows, the collective of people that enjoy Veronica Mars, we're tough. We're, <laughs> we're not letting this go. No. Well, so just some backstory for people who are just tangent, tangentially familiar with Veronica Mars or mm-hmm. not familiar with Veronica Mars at all. It was a TV show that ran for three seasons, mm-hmm. originally on UPN, which then got purchased by the WB and then turned into the CW. Oh, fine. So um, I'm pretty that. sure that was the order of the sequence of events. Um, but... Uh, it ran for three seasons. The third season was not great mm. and it got canceled. Yeah. Uh, there was a bid that Rob Thomas did for a fourth season. He did like a short, like pilot thing for a fourth season where Veronica was doing an internship with the FBI, uh, that never really turned into anything. And Rob Thomas is the creator. Rob Thomas is the creator of Veronica Mars. That is a different Rob Thomas than the guy that is in Matchbox 20. <laughs> that is. Oh, an I important piece of information. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're both like aware of each other and they're like friendly and stuff, and it's really funny because Rob Thomas is also the creator of iZombie, oh. and there is an episode of iZombie where some zombies eat Rob Thomas from Matchbox Twenties. Are you brains. kidding me? Yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> Yeah, you don't know what, it's not a huge plot point, it's more of an Easter egg because Rob Thomas. Yeah, that's (laughs) hilarious. Yes, that is, thank you for pointing that out because I'm just saying it like, oh yes, Rob Thomas, and there are two of them that are famous. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, so then a few years ago, I think it was 2014 it happened, there was that Kickstarter campaign Mm. that got very famous. I even remember seeing that. Yeah, so there was a Kickstarter campaign to fund a Veronica Mars movie. So what happened was... Rob Thomas, the creator of Veronica Mars, <laughs> went to Warner Brothers and he was like, the cast is on board. Everybody wants to do a reboot. The fans want it. And they're like, your fans aren't enough. Like, it's not, we can't sustain this. Like, the show got canceled because the, the numbers were low. And it's like, there is this belief in film and television where low numbers means that it wasn't good and people didn't like it which isn't always the case yeah so like for example breaking bad or like right now um crazy ex-girlfriend which has a very strong cult following right has really not great numbers but the network was like no we bought it we're it's it's going yeah it's going for four seasons yeah and the thing is it has a strong fan base and they know that they can create more content and get those people back in right and because they are so dedicated and it's like i think that quality over quantity of fans is also something to keep in mind Hmm on that end of the spectrum of the production spectrum. But anyway, so he went into Warner brothers and he was like, your fan, they're like, your fans aren't enough. And he's like, what, what, what will it take? What will it take for you to let me make this movie? I wrote Thomas. (laughs) And, uh, (laughs) I have the same name as the guy from matchbox 20. (laughs) So Warner brothers was like, look, if you can raise the money on your own, we'll like, we'll back it. We'll do what we need to do. So he was like, fine. So they made a Kickstarter campaign. They set a goal of $2 million they surpassed it in a matter of hours. It ultimately got $5.7 million. And I believe it was the largest Kickstarter campaign for a film. 
at the, at that point in time, I think it still holds that record. Wow. And it had like 5,000 something backers. Like there were a ton of backers. Um, it might be 50 something backers that 50,000 something backers. That sounds more correct. Um, I did not just full disclosure, did not donate to the campaign. Oh, uh, it was already fully please lead her away. And <laughs> it was already fully funded by the time somebody yeah. sent me the link. Yeah. And I was like, well, if it's fully funded, that means that they're going to make the movie. And I'm going to spend my money by going to see the movie, Great. which I did multiple times. Amazing. And I've purchased the DVD for my best friend as a Christmas gift at one point. Yeah. This is the friend I was talking about earlier who bought me the meat grinder this year. Uh, <laughs> very good gift giving you two have together. Yeah. yeah. I got her a mini waffle iron this year. Oh, wow. We both like kitchen appliances. I love that. And Veronica Mars. So. <laughs> this strong foundation of every friendship? It should be. It should I be. think. So, um... So it's got this whole sort of world around it and people are really still feeling strongly about it even a decade later Yeah, and over a decade at this point. Mm -hmm. And uh, the movie actually was a decade after high school graduation. So it was like the 10 year reunion was sort of the driving force behind the movie. And she went back to Neptune. That's the name of the town that she lives in. Uh, for those who don't know, I know you know because you watched the show. Mm-hmm. But uh, she goes back to Neptune for her 10-year high school reunion, which is great because it's such a great way to bring back all the characters that you know and love. Yeah. Also, there were a lot of really big-name people that were on that show. Like who? Uh, well, Kristen Bell, obviously. And it was like her first really big role. Yeah. And she carried the show and she was amazing. Kristen Ritter, who was Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23 and Jessica yeah. Jones. Um she was in the, she was in season two. Wow. Tessa Thompson, who was in the movie version of Dear White People. Yeah. She played Valkyrie in Thor Ragnarok. Uh, she's been in Creed. She's got a really strong career. She has been, she's at this point, I still think currently involved with Janelle Monet in a relationship, which just like, oh, they're so beautiful, both <laughs> of them. And she was on Westworld. Um, yeah, so she was on season two as well. Yeah. And, um, Leighton Meester had a guest oh. star episode. Jane Lynch was oh, on there. Oh, my God. Yeah. Amanda Seyfried. Yeah, Amanda Seyfried. Is pilot? And yeah, like, she's... What girl? Yeah, she plays Lily Kane, who was the murdered girl that we talked about earlier in the first episode. Yeah. Yeah, so for those of you who don't know, the first season of Veronica Mars... Veronica Mars is a noir teen television show. So it sort of exists in this world of, like high school TV shows with like a teen girl protagonist dealing with all of her teen girl issues where it's like, why won't my ex-boyfriend talk to me? Yeah. But also she's a private investigator, (laughs) but not in a way that feels cheesy. No. It's a way that feels very dark and she has demons that she's dealing with and issues. She's, she's come from this like kind of shitty family life. Her dad was the sheriff, but he like was disgraced and had to leave office. And now he's a private investigator and she does some side work for him. Her mom's an alcoholic who's left her father and she doesn't know where her mother is. So it deals with very real issues. And some of the issues that happen over the course of the show and even into the movie that I found really interesting were um it deals with sexual assault in a way that feels very age appropriate but yeah. also real. I agree. I was shocked and and this is my first ever watching the pilot. I mean mm-hmm. there's so many things to talk about in it, but I think this is I mean this is probably one of the biggest things in it mm-hmm. is they they go for it. That she gets roofied at a party mm-hmm. and they talk they show in the aftermath and I thought it was a really tasteful way of kind of showing what that experience looks like. Mm-hmm. She just finds her panties 
on the floor. And she's like, how did that? I don't remember anything. And she goes to report it. And it doesn't go well for her, much like real life. It's not like she's like, and then this happened and I was assaulted. And the police are like, we'll take care of it. And then they find the guy and handcuff him. And it's like, wow, Veronica, we're all so glad that you're okay. That doesn't happen. She gets slut shamed at school all the time. And she's ostracized, partly because of the thing with her dad accusing. So her dad gets taken out as the sheriff because he accuses Jake Kane, who is this software developer sort of a la like Mark Zuckerberg or somebody, <laughs> um, but like a little older and more distinguished with like a family and stuff. Yeah. Um, and she, he, he accuses Jake Kane of killing his daughter and his daughter is dead and they don't know who did it for a while. And there's a guy who's now behind bars, but Veronica and her father don't believe that he is necessarily the one who did it. Right. So the first season arc is solving the murder of Lily Kane. Mm-hmm. And it truly kept me guessing and even when I can, when I watch it over again, I'm like, wow, they really, there were not a lot of hints that it was the person that it was. Yeah. Oh, that's good too. Yeah. I, I like when I, cause I am someone who loves to game the writing and mm-hmm. figure it out and mm-hmm. look for clues. And there's a lot of different like fun movie making things you can look for from like, uh, I mean, they, sometimes they want to make it obvious. Right. And other times, like sometimes just subtle lighting of a character, like they're mm-hmm. a certain way in every scene, like, Ooh, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Like once you figure it out, that's really fun. And so in addition to all the big themes they tackle just in the pilot alone, mm-hmm. it is a jam packed show. Yeah. Like I kept being like, did I, am I on the episode five by now? Like what? Like <laughs> Still I kept episode checking. One. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what is the timestamp mm-hmm. on this? And, um, and, and it doesn't feel, it never feels like one of those issue of the week shows. No. And even though they do have, so there's the overarching, there's the overarching season arc, which right. is solving the murder of Lily Kane. Mm-hmm. But Veronica has small cases that she basically takes every episode. And she has kids at school that she, like takes money from and solves their and solves their mysteries. Yeah. And she also is working part-time in her dad's office and she's working on some cases for him, but most of the time it's like kids at school who were like, "My girlfriend is cheating on me and I think that it's with so and so" and like stuff like that. And so it feels very grounded in the realities of high school. Yeah. Because if there were like a private investigator in my high school, I totally would have paid that person to figure out who took my Pop-Tarts. But one night, I left my Pop-Tarts on the desk, and I walked away for 15 minutes, and I came back, and they were gone. Yeah. And I'm like, who took them? I'm sorry. I feel like I already have this a bunch 10 of- years ago, and I'm still mad. <laughs> Did this really happen? No, that really happened what to me. What flavor were they? Cinnamon. Brown sugar cinnamon. Whoa. But also, I went to a boarding school, so my freshman year, I wasn't there. I was in another school, but the freshman class, there was somebody- who uh, I think their dorm leader had like a crab cake from a nice fancy restaurant that she'd gone out to with her aunt and uncle or something in the fridge and somebody ate it. And so like the mystery of who ate the crab cake became this whole big thing. And like we totally would have paid a Veronica Mars to do it. Yeah. To like solve the mystery of who ate the crab cake. Oh my God. And she's an effective person. She's like doing the job. It's not like she's like, yeah, Veronica's like, oh yeah, I'll solve it. And she does. Yeah, she's very talented. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I always love a, a female lead character that's like very good at what she does. Yes. And, and not only But that, flawed. She's flawed. She's flawed. For and, sure. And, it's and nice you see it more as the seasons go on, for sure. Yeah. Like she's pretty much incapable of being in a healthy relationship for a lot of the show. Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting to see that and to see her really make an attempt 
but not to be like, oh, I know how to do everything because she's like 16, 17, 18 throughout the show. And you don't know how to do anything when you're that age. No. You try, you try your best. Yeah. But you have your baggage and your damage. And she has this like addict mother who's out of the picture and like her, her parents aren't together and that's going to affect the way you look at relationships for sure. Yeah. And yeah, I just, I keep saying it, but it's so grounded in reality. And she spends a lot of her time, especially in the pilot, um, at a seedy hotel at 1am taking photos, Mm -hmm. like what taking photos, trying to catch people in their affairs. Right. And I don't think I even was attuned to quite that life Mm -hmm. thing when I was in Mm -hmm. high school. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I think I think they they made such a great nuanced character. That alone yes. carries the show. And I'm sure I'll really enjoy the rest of the plot points because again, I've only seen the pilot. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, I, I am I am impressed with what they've done. And and the again the noir style too. Yes. Is great because I think you got enough intrigue and enough interest, but it's not heavy, which is why it is mm-hmm. Definitely in the category of teen show and starring right. teen-aged characters. Although mm-hmm. I will say, I feel like Kristen Bell looks the exact same now as she did on that show. She does not age a lot in not, long periods of time. No. She, she looks very young still. But I, I feel watching that her on veronica mars Mm -hmm. in my brain she's the age that she is currently on On the good good place place. so when i see look i'm like girl like you're way too old to be hanging out with these obvious (laughs) no it's just that she looks 20 in the good place yeah and like not the actual age that she is yeah but um another issue that they tackle really well on the show i feel it's sort of a twofold two two-parter is uh race and class Mm -hmm. and that's something that they talk about pretty openly yeah and it was very ahead of its time because i think the show started in 07 Mm -hmm. and like ended in 09 and that's like to think about the conversations that we were having about class and race 10 12 years ago versus the conversations that we have now yeah and the way that the show tackles it so uh the show takes place in a fictional southern californian town called neptune And Southern California in particular, because of its proximity to Mexico, has a complicated relationship with race. Yeah. And the way that Latinx people are treated in Southern California is complicated and messy and not always good. Mm -hmm. And uh, they portray that realistically and without a sort of didactic judgment It's just a portrayal. It's like, this is a reality of the situation in this part of the country. And most of the people that you see that are Latinx are lower income. There's these kids who are in a motorcycle gang. um, And it would be nice to see some of the Latinx people on the show doing more, like, positive things. And But she does have positive relationships with these people. And it's not that they're bad people. It's that they're in this very, I don't know how to say it, this very class-separated society mm-hmm. where it's very difficult to have this, like, social mobility between classes. Mm-hmm. And there are these haves and have-nots, and because of the color of their skin, they are not given the opportunities to become the haves. They are the have-nots. And so some of them are in this gang because it is a way that they have community and it, it's a way that they are able to look out for each other. Mm-hmm. And it's, 
I think that it goes to places that other place the other shows don't necessarily tread mm-hmm. and it definitely could be better but I think that it was really good for its time and it's sort of sort of ahead of its time mm-hmm. in season in season two Tessa Thompson is one of my favorite lines somebody accuses her of lurking mm-hmm. and she's like lurking you mean standing while black and I was like oh no they didn't yeah they didn't say that yeah I can't believe they said that they said that yeah. and I was like wow that's real. <laughs> yeah. That's super real. Um, but yeah, it talks about race a lot and it talks about class a lot because they have like these tech people. Mm-hmm. And so they're the tech people who are making a ton of money. And then there are the people who are their mechanics and cleaning their toilets mm-hmm. and in the like service sector. And there's an episode later on where you find out this one kid has been pretending to be rich and that his, and his driver that's been bringing him to school every day is his dad, and his dad is the driver for someone else. Oh. Yeah. That's interesting. Uh Uh-huh. So the dad's not part of the charade. It's just that the kid has been like, yeah, this is the story. Yeah, and I think the dad probably is, like, not emphasizing that he's the kid's dad because he knows that the kid's going to have a tough time at school if he's not one of the rich kids. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It, uh, they made it in the in the initial voiceover. She talks about how this is basically a school for the one percent, mm-hmm. and even she herself. So Veronica is mostly a have not. Right. Um, so I think she's immediately um, what is the word relatable? Yes. Um, from the get go, mm-hmm. and she's definitely the black sheep. Yeah, she's an outsider. For sure. Yeah, and it's interesting to see her be on the edge of society and. Not only does she uh, kind of have conflict with some of these other edge society people, mm-hmm. she always chooses to deal with it in the kindest way possible. Like, even in the pilot, you see she gets bullied by someone right. and has a conflict with someone else, and that conflict she has with that person mm-hmm. is pretty dangerous, and that person threatens her. Right. But this bully feels like even more of a threat, mm-hmm. um, and, and, and it comes together in such a way that the guy who's threatening her ends up helping her from the bully. And yeah. the bully could really get it, and mm-hmm. she stops that guy from yeah. hurting the bully. Right. And it's, it's so telling of her character um, and leads to the famous mm-hmm. quote about Veronica being a marshmallow. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hence the talk of people who love the show are marshmallows. Yes, because she's, she's a softie on the inside. That's what the, the marshmallow quote comes from. And I think that that is true. She cares about people. Mm-hmm. She's, she's tough, but she does want people to have good things. And if they are good people, I think that she can be very unforgiving of people that she perceives to be bad people. She's, mm. She sees in very black and white terms, I think, and not so much in shades of gray. And she believes in yeah. justice a yeah. lot. And I think part of it is that she never got justice for what happened to her in terms of her sexual assault. Mm-hmm. And she wants other people to have what she didn't have. Yeah. And speaking of the bad guys, yes. so I had an observation um, I wanted to share with you. Uh-huh. So um, the there's a dude who is the ex-boyfriend's best friend. Oh, Logan. Logan Eccles. Who's just a tool. Just straight up tool. He sucks. We hate him. I was very mean I to her. really wish that you had seen the entire series because there's so much that happens. Well, I can't. He sucks in the everything. pilot. No, he does, and he he becomes a complicated character, and you learn more about why he behaves this way, which doesn't excuse the behavior. Yeah, but you understand it more. Okay, well, yeah, 
Good to know. Mm-hmm. I look forward to maybe revisiting yes. that with you once the new, once I watch it. He gets developed. I, I don't think that there are ever any, like, one-dimensional characters. I think that every character becomes three-dimensional at some point, even if they seem initially like yeah. they are not. Okay. Which I think is a really cool feature. Uh, because when you're dealing with a lot of in and out, because they're, like, sh- stories of the week and stuff, then it can be easy to just have like this flat character that's like, Oh, and I need help with this. And I'm the bad guy. I'm the good guy. And it doesn't really shape up that way. Yes. Yes. So that guy, Logan Eccles. Yeah. Who's a lot more complicated than he seems Mm -hmm. in the pilot. Uh I'll give that. Mm -hmm. He, and then there's like an evil, um, not police. Cause they're very adamant. They don't have police in Neptune. They have sheriff. Sheriff Lamb. Sheriff Lamb. Okay. Mm -hmm. For starters, they look like they're the same actor Mm -hmm. to me. Like they've been on the screen and they're just like a very generic white White guy with dark brown hair. Mm -hmm. And it's got to be actors who are in their 20s playing a high school. One of them playing a high school student. And one of them playing playing a sheriff. Yeah. But they feel like the same character and Mm -hmm. they're both so mean to Veronica Mars. Yeah. And they look down on her. You know what's funny though? They actually, this is like a fun fact I read somewhere Ooh. about the show. They actually were concerned that people wouldn't be able to tell Duncan, who is Veronica's ex-boyfriend, apart from Logan. <gasps> so that they had, they had them in like specific color schemes where one only wore like blues and one only wore like green. They're so different. Like. I, they don't look alike at all. And no. I'm like, this is not a concern you should have. <laughs> oh my God. Maybe it's just that like teen audience they weren't giving enough credit to in yeah, that regard. That's true. People don't give teen girls enough credit. Except it's funny because the show is about a teen girl that doesn't get enough credit and yeah. is like a freaking badass. Yeah, she is. I mean, she ultimately solves a murder case by the end of the season. Ooh. Yeah. That's great. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I think... Do okay. How am I going to phrase this question? Right, so ready. they solve the murder by the season, yes. and without getting maybe too much into it yet, mm-hmm. do they have another arc of solving a murder for each whole season? Because there are three existing seasons currently. Yes, there are three. So pause. I'm going to come back to the question. So there are three, three seasons of the original show. Then there's the movie. Then there are two books. And the books come out after the TV show? The books came out after the movie. What? Yeah, and the books take place after the movie. Is this all Rob Thomas? Yeah. Rob. I know. Rob's killing the game. Yeah. I mean, he co-wrote the books with somebody else, but he's also written books before. So I have no doubt that he was actively involved in the writing process. Um, And the co-writer's name was on the book, which I appreciate because, like, if you use somebody for your help, give them credit. Like, ghostwriting is a great gig as a writer, but, like, also, it's nice to get credit for your work. Um, but uh, what I was saying was, so there's three seasons, one movie, two books, wow. and each one... So each season does have its own crime of the season arc, um, and not all of them involve murder. Okay, cool. But season three, one of the reasons that season three is kind of bad is because it solves its crime halfway through and then introduces another one. Um. And it doesn't work. And while I do agree that if they had stretched the first arc too long, it would have seemed unrealistic. It didn't, it sort of didn't work. Mm-hmm as a choice. And it's also the dreaded teen show issue where they go to college. Mm-hmm. 
And it's like, how does the show shift and change when they go to college? Are people still going to want to watch it when they're in college? Treacherous territory. Which, like, Buffy the Vampire Slayer kind of skirted by having her drop out of college. Yeah. But, I mean, they gave it reasons within her world. And, like, her mom was sick and she's, you know, the chosen one. (laughs) Yeah. It's hard to balance your, like, psych 101 class with, like, (laughs) killing vampires every night. Yeah. And also trying to go to frat parties. But, um... (laughs) So, yes, they do have an arc for each season mm-hmm. where there's, like, a long-standing thing. Um, I don't know how much you want to know about season two or season three. I mean, like, I'm not someone who super cares about spoilers because I just, I love the journey. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm in Hollywood. Yeah. I'm going to watch it. Right. Um. So, yeah, if there's anything you want to share about that, just like, yeah, hey, so- guys, spoilers, beware. We've already yeah. spoiled the pilot. And if you haven't seen it, whatever. And if you're listening to this, you're probably already a fan. So, let's go. Right. And I won't tell you I won't tell you who does anything how about that I will say what the arc is so in season two season two is the one with Kristen Ritter she's great I love her I love her in everything I loved her in Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23 I loved her on Gilmore Girls because she was on the original Gilmore Girls yeah Um, I loved her in Veronica Mars she was in the Veronica Mars movie too and I was like oh my god you're back (laughs) both of my Kristens are here um cute yeah so uh in season two there is a bus crash Okay. And it is determined that the bus crash might be due to foul play. Ooh. So it's trying to figure out what happened with the bus crash. Right. And it was like a bus that was on a school field trip. And some of the O-Niners, the O-Niners are the one percenters in the uh, in the world of the show. They live in the 90909 zip code, oh. which is not a real zip code. Right. But um, so the O-Niners had taken a limo back from the trip. So a lot of the kids that died in the bus crash were the were the poor kids. Oh god. Yeah. So there's always a whole... sad when kids die. Also, come on. Yeah. No, it's always sad when kids die, but it's like <laughs> the privilege of not dying yeah. being due to money is like extra upsetting. Yeah. And it's not like I'm like all the kids should have died. None of the kids should have died. Yeah. But like if there's a bus crash, it shouldn't be that some kids were able to pay their way out of the bus crash. Oh, God, yeah. But so it's finding out who did the bus crash. And then mm-hmm. in season three, when they're in college, there is a campus rape arc. And oh. because Veronica is a survivor, it's also particularly interesting. Yeah. There's a really good episode called Spit and Eggs uh, that's just, like, amazing. It's a really good piece of television. Mm. And it's, like, I think season three, episode, like, seven or eight or something. Mm-hmm. So, like, by the tenth episode, they're done with that arc. And then somebody gets murdered. And there's 20 episodes per season? Yeah, it's, like, a 20-episode season, 20 wow. to 22. Yeah. So it's not a strong choice in mm-hmm. terms of structure. And I don't know what the reasons for that were other than you don't want to stretch a campus rape thing for 20 episodes. Like serial rape is like not a thing because the thing is with the other crimes, they had already happened. Yeah. It was about solving something that had already happened, not solving something that was continuing to happen and continuing to affect people. Yeah. With no other information surrounding that, Mm -hmm. my, my initial gut reaction to that is maybe they were already having trouble with ratings and were kind of like, Hey, if you don't pick it up, um, this is your last season. Right. Do you think it was one of those like last minute, like we need to do something crazy. Let's very well could have been. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if it was affected by the writer strike. Or not. Because there were a lot of shows that were just gone too soon because of the writer's strike. Like Pushing Daisies. Pushing Daisies was an incredible show. I still haven't seen that. Oh, God. 
I used to like my sophomore roommate in college. Shout out to Nicole Boucher. Yes, Nicole Boucher. Because she listened to me watch Veronica Mars and Pushing Daisies every day oh. without headphones in our room. <laughs> <laughs> and I would play it at night to fall asleep. Oh so it's like gosh. murder cases and rape cases to fall asleep. Yeah. Pushing Daisies was a little bit happier, but also solving murders. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I like murder solving shows. I don't know why. I like iZombie is also a murder solving show. Yeah. Also Rob Thomas. Also Rob Thomas. So I like that the origination of you even becoming a marshmallow started with murder. murder. <laughs> it continues with murder. Mm-hmm. But I'm not familiar with Dexter's. Is Dexter a murder solving show? I thought it was more of a murder committing show. Murder committing show, for sure. Okay, so we graduated but he to murders eyes. bad people. Yes. That's his thing. Oh, right. So he does confirm that the people that he's going to murder are criminals first. Right. So there is sort of the aspect of like a little bit of investigation, but that's not, the the whole thing is about him being a murderer and trying to control it by only murdering bad people Mm -hmm. and like sort of this vigilante justice thing. Ooh. Speaking of vigilante justice. Yes. And female leads that we love. Yes. Revenge. Oh, yes. I just started watching Revenge this mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. I'm hooked. I'm I enjoyed the first one. couple of seasons of Revenge. I fell off after a while. Really? Yeah. I don't remember if it was me or if it was the show, hmm. but I just stopped watching it at a certain point, so I never finished. But I did enjoy the idea of... I, I did find it a little odd that no one remembered her. Yeah, so for those who don't know, the basic premise is this chick's dad ended up in prison for like supposedly committing a terrorist attack and then she had a horrible life because of it and then he died in jail and then she got out of juvie and she was told by her now kind of friend slash appointed guardian hey um your dad never did all that horrible shit he was framed by all these ridiculously rich people also you've been left an infinite amount of money they never say how much money yeah and she just has like an and bottomless bank account. It's hilarious to mm-hmm. me. <laughs> um, and so she changes her identity, creates this revenge plot, hence the name, moves into the house she's living with her dad. And so now she's in this community of one percenters in the Hamptons, I think it yeah, is. Yeah, I think the Hamptons. And so like Kram was just saying, no one remembers her because the last age she was when she was... She was like this, eight or something, right? Yeah. I, I Yeah. It's felt like a solid six to eight. Yeah. I'd say. And she's now little. she's... She's super well, little, like, and now she's an adult. She's an adult adult faces now. are the same, though. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, I feel like... I don't know. My face has been the same since I was, like, three. Yeah. If you look at a picture of me when I'm little, like, my Facebook profile picture right now is me as a little kid. Yeah. That's my face. Yeah. I think, you know, I agree with you, but there's part of me that also goes... Suspension of disbelief and sus- stuff. Suspension of disbelief, and then also, like... Uh, I don't know if you've seen Manifest either. Yes, I have. It's like very different, but I'm bringing it up because mm-hmm. the people on the plane, they, they, they don't age. Yeah, they don't age, but then the people are supposed to have aged, but it's like, no, none of you age. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Except for like that child actor that they replaced with another actor. Oops. So, what, which makes sense because she's supposed to have aged like five years. Yes. And like when you're a little kid, that's a big difference. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I think that in that same vein, I uh-huh. think that big difference between like six-year-old now like beautiful vivacious woman yeah with so much money and all that um 
So I'm I'm kind of on board with that, but uh, also she like that a lot. traps a man into getting engaged as part of a revenge plot, which I love. Yeah, I just love fake engagements. Yeah, like I have a plan to ruin your family. <laughs> <laughs> it's very juicy. Yeah, um, and it's another kind of like mm-hmm. suspenseful yeah. thing, which I enjoy a lot. Yeah, Veronica Mars for me was important because it also just showcased female ingenuity. Yeah, and. It's like Veronica's smart and she doesn't do well in school. She's always at the counselor's office. She has a lot of behavioral issues, but she's smart and she knows how to get stuff done. And I, she was like MacGyver, but like a teenage girl. Mm -hmm. And I was a teenage girl when I started watching and I was like, wow, this is super cool. I could be MacGyver. Yeah. (laughs) And like, it was important because she was strong, but it wasn't like, like with Buffy or with a lot of the shows that I watch have a lot of like a supernatural aspect to mm-hmm. it. So like I love Charmed. I'm watching the new Charmed. Ooh. Very excited. Yeah. Um, I, I loved the first half of the first season and I love that they've got like Latinx witches now, which mm-hmm. I think is so interesting because they like incorporate Santeria in some ways and stuff like that. Not important. But a lot of the strong women that I had seen on TV prior were strong because of supernatural reasons. Yes. And Veronica is not. She is strong despite trauma, mm-hmm. not necessarily because of trauma. Mm-hmm. She was strong before she was assaulted. She was strong before her friend got murdered. And she's strong even after all of that. And yeah. it could have broken her, but it didn't. Yeah. And it did make her harder. She definitely was more of a fun-loving person. She was on the, like, spirit squad, which is what they call, like, the cheerleaders. Mm-hmm. But she was, like, on the spirit squad before, and now she's, like, a loner. Mm-hmm. And people think that she... People, like, talk about how she's, like, a mean slut all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> which is the worst thing to be called in. Yeah, school. when you're 16, if somebody calls you a mean slut, it's just like, oh, no, my life is ruined. Yeah. And then now I'm like, yeah, call me a mean slut. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> What I think you mean is that I am an honest, democratic person. <laughs> Everyone has the same amount of opportunity with me. <laughs> yes, I don't call myself slutty anymore. I call myself democratic. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, she was strong as a human, mm-hmm. as a human being. Yeah. And she doesn't have like, soup, she's not like Artemis Fowl, who was supposed to be like the super smart genius kid, if you read the Artemis Fowl books. Uh, but like, she was just a regular young girl who's flawed and has trauma and Mm. has friends that she makes throughout the show and gets betrayed by people and is upset easily and you know she's just normal and strong yeah it's definitely more realistic Mm -hmm. too and you know talking about women and being given power by supernatural means Mm -hmm. i i've been reading and thinking a lot about this lately uh, I feel like the modern woman is more drawn towards spirituality than, than religion. Mm-hmm. And I, I follow a lot of women who do tarot card readings on YouTube, which right. is super fun and enjoyable. And mm-hmm. like all this stuff about candle magic mm-hmm. and like law of attraction. And so there's just so, so much around like a, being a woman today, especially in your twenties and thirties, mm-hmm. wanting to find some semblance of power and control in your own life. Mm-hmm. And because of, 
the way culture is with sexism and everything today, it's like that is a lot of how we do find our power mm-hmm. now. Yeah. And so to in in light of that and thinking about Veronica Mars, that that does really show me how much that show is powerful, mm-hmm. especially when it came out. Yes. Because it's something you could look at and say, hey, I'm I'm smart, I'm resourceful, mm-hmm. I, I could be just as strong as Veronica Mars. And right. I don't need to exist in a world where the rules aren't the rules as we know them. Right. Yes. Because the rules are very much the rules as we know them. And they established that very early on. Mm -hmm. And like, they also will slut shame Veronica's mom in front of her. Right. Which is insane. Yeah. It's crazy. Don't talk about her mother that way to her. Yeah. I will say the one thing in this pilot that, Mm -hmm. like you said, with revenge, there was a troubling thing for you. The thing that for me that I'm like, keep having to suspend belief on Mm -hmm. is how mean and just frank the adults are with her specifically yeah it's like a little bit like an adult would never talk to a child like that or at Mm. least god i hope so yeah i mean i think part of it is the fact that she does she is so hard and behaves so like an adult that people forget that she's a little girl maybe yeah and she doesn't act like a little girl so they're like i'm not gonna treat you like one Mm -hmm. you know she's out there like getting favors from fire chiefs and stuff. Like she's like, it's sort of like how it's like how Kim possible would always like have a favor to trade in. And I'm like, (laughs) where are you? When do you have the time to get these favors that you're accruing? That's happening on revenge too. As Mm -hmm. I'm like 10 episodes in, she just keeps, Oh, cause she has that tech guy. She's like so many guys. She's got the tech guy. Yeah. Yeah. She's got Mr. Takeda. Um, I don't remember him. Oh, he... That show is like... In, ugh, I have a lot I could talk about. Maybe I'll have mm-hmm. someone else and talk about that sometime. <laughs> it's a little problematic, maybe? I don't know. But mm-hmm. she, but she'll just be like, there's a new thing. And then the person who was helping her at the time is just like, I can't deal with your revenge plots anymore. And they storm out. And then she just like goes to her cell phone and just like picks Buys a new a mystery new number. And it's yeah. just like, hello. Mm-hmm. I need you. And they're like, I was hoping to never get this call. And it's just very funny to me. Yeah. I mean, there is there is a lot of verbal abuse toward Veronica, for yeah. sure. Um, it's not something that ever bothered me. Mm. Because I think part of it is also the vitriol toward her father. Because if you think about it, Neptune is a very small community. Mm. Particularly of pe- among people of a certain class. And her father was the sheriff. And he accused the richest most powerful man in town of murder Mm -hmm. and that tore the community apart. And she stood with her father Mm -hmm. because her mom left. Her mom was like, nah, I can't deal with this. What are you doing? Also full disclosure, her mom had had a relationship with Jake Kane. Mm -hmm. So that's the guy that was accused of murder. So her mom was like, ah, your dad's accusing my ex-boyfriend of murder. I don't know about that. (laughs) So on your father. Bye. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, I think that it's sort of like, it's a little bit of the reverse, but in We Need to Talk About Kevin, the movie with Tilda Swinton that was based on the film, the, the book, um, it, it was about a young man who was quite disturbed and ends up doing a school shooting. Um, don't watch it. It's a very good movie, but don't watch it. It will ruin your life. <laughs> That's to all of our listeners. Don't, yeah. don't do it. 
I watched it on spring break my junior year of college and I was like, this is the opposite of spring break. Yeah. And like, it was one of those things where everybody's sitting in the theater when the credits roll and no one's moving and no one's talking and no one's clapping. And we all just feel like our hearts have been pulled out through our esophaguses oh. and like have been thrown on the ground with all of the gross popcorn and like sticky jujubes and stuff. Oh, very And junior mints. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I am a writer. Yes. <laughs> But, um, and we need to talk about Kevin. There's a lot of hatred that's thrown toward the mom of the son who does the school shooting. And that's part of it is that she has sort of taken on all this hatred on behalf of her son. And I think that Veronica takes on a lot of hatred on behalf of her father. God damn it. Yeah. That unfortunately makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And I think I was just kind of like, yeah, I can see that. And there are people who like, will talk to me like I'm not younger than I am mm-hmm. like like that I'm not younger than they are like because they have issues with certain members of my family or mm-hmm. they like have feelings about certain members of my family and sometimes they'll just be too friendly or too familiar and I'm like I don't really know you that well so right. let's take a step back it's not necessarily a negative thing mm-hmm. but people sometimes are unable to separate the two mm-hmm. also people be weird sometimes they're yeah. just some weird people. There are weird people. Yeah. But for that many people to be that weird to her. Yeah, they're really weird. weird to her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're super... The the teachers are, like, mean, too. Yeah. But she also has a smart mouth. She's sassy. She is sassy. She she definitely does a lot of sassing. She's charmingly sassy, though. Oh, yeah. She's spunky. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> spunky. Yeah. Yes. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. So, is there anything else... Someone who might be interested in getting into Veronica Mars or has already seen it and loves it. Is there any other fun fact or thing you want to share about the show before we wrap up? Um, gosh. Well, there is a reboot in the works. Yes. And it comes out this year, 2019. Yes. Um, also, some point this summer, I believe, is when they're going to release everything. The whole series and the, the movie, the whole original series and the movie are going to be on Hulu, which is where the reboot is going to be. That's the network for the reboot is Hulu. Wow. So uh, definitely check that out so you don't have to have the box set like me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you could if you're a true marshmallow. Yes. And if you live in L.A., Amoeba usually has at least one season. Amoeba Records in yeah. Hollywood? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amoeba Music in Hollywood on Ivar and Sunset. I used to live near there on Ivar. When oh, I was nice. a teen. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Full circle. I know, right? <laughs> but uh, definitely catch it. Um, I think that it's just a really lovely coming of age story. And Veronica really shifts and changes a lot, but never loses herself. Mm. And I think that there are some beautiful friendships. Oh, here's the thing. Mm. Uh, Veronica Mars is one of the few shows where I've seen a friendship between a man and a woman that does not ever become anything more. Hmm. Her friendship with Wallace, who she meets in the pilot never turns into anything romantic. There's never any hint of anything romantic. And I think that's really important for teenagers. Yes. Because to see that shows like, Oh, you can be friends and not try and like make anything weird. And it doesn't have to be just like, Oh, I only am friends with a girl because she's pretty and I like her. Mm -hmm. And they're so supportive of each other. Mm -hmm. And when Wallace is on the basketball team, Veronica makes him cookies and like his spirit box and stuff. And it's so cute. And he doesn't know that it's her. 
Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. They already seem like such a great pair. And I, I think that I really value that and uh, the computer genius because every, every private detective needs a computer genius person Please. or computer genius friend is, uh, is a woman. Yeah. And I think that that's really cool too, that the tech, the tech person is a girl. And also this was like pre the really like big boom of like, crazy tech hacker girl on shows like mm-hmm. NCIS had, I think maybe started, but like, she's just like a normal girl. She's not like quirky and weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, cause NCIS has a female computer expert and criminal minds has a female computer expert, but they're both very quirky. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, because they like computers they are quirky. And like Mac, the girl's name is Mac. Yeah. <laughs> Mac is just kind of like a regular girl and she likes computers and she becomes friends with Veronica because she helps her out with like a, a crime solving thing. And also she just like is hot. <laughs> like she becomes hot by the movie. She's always been pretty, but she like has like a super hot, like faux hawk thing going on oh in the movie. And I'm like, yes, Mac, yes, work. <laughs> but um, yeah. And I think that it's a franchise that really listens to its fans and knows mm-hmm. what its fans want. Yeah. And like the movie, there were, there were people who were like, ah, the movie's not good. But all the fans were like, but the movie was what I wanted. Yeah. Like it did all the things that I wanted and it had the sweet relationship between Veronica and her father, yeah. which I also think is really important because so many young women have negative relationships with their fathers, right. which is not on the young women. It's on the fathers. Yes. <laughs> I just want to make that very clear, right. but it's nice to see this functional relationship. And uh, it's also interesting that she has mom issues and that's why she can't have like positive relationships yeah. in her life. And that's not something that we see a lot. We see mm-hmm. a lot of like dad issues and a lot of strong relationships between daughters and their mothers, like parenthood and Gilmore girls, both of which star Lauren Graham. <laughs> <laughs> so we see a lot of strong relationships with daughters and their Lauren Grahams. <laughs> um, but uh, we don't see as many strong relationships between daughters and their fathers. Yeah. And just like, even in the pilot, the last 10 minutes that we were watching together. Yeah. Just he cares so much about her, right? And, and she knows it. Mm-hmm. She's just like he's doing. He cares about. He worries about me, and that's what fathers do, I guess. Yeah. Like that was really that was really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it. And I'm like I love that. <laughs> but it's it's very yeah. There are a lot of positive relationships that she has with non romantic men in her life, and I think that's dope. Yeah. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for coming on, Karama. Thank you for having me. Yay! Hopefully, we've turned at least one more person into a marshmallow. Just I hope like so. Us. Yes. Yay! Oh my god, I can't wait to watch the rest of the show with you. It's just like so good. It just gets so much better. Yes. Like until mid season three, it's just like better and better and better and better. I'm so excited, especially because we're gonna get my fave, Chris Lowell. Yes. He's so beautiful. Yes, he comes in season three. Did you have anything else you wanted to add? That no, was that, was for, that was the Kickstarter stuff. You got all the stuff? Yep. Yes, girl. Okay, yay. Thank you. Yay, you're welcome. <laughs> That's it for this week, super fans. And hey, remember, have fun out there. Mm-hmm.